Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Oh, 
Wow. That's a wow, right? Let's give him another hand for the wow. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know you had that in you, Lauren? I'm glad we see it. I'm glad we experience, aren't you guys? And everybody else who's in a group, awesome. Last week I mentioned that we have a lot of talent in this spiritual community, and uh, we all keep proving it over and over again. I don't know how that clicked on, but we're going to go with it. Yeah. Maybe when I put it down, I'm like, is there a ghost in here? Because <laughs> I didn't click anything. Right? The Holy Ghost. Right. The Holy Ghost. Someone had pulled up the shade earlier, and um, I was coming in, and it was slowly easing down. And I was like, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, man, I have a cute little joke to share today, and it is about a pastor who um, was asked to tell one of his congregants that he had inherited $10 million. His fam the, the, the member's family thought that he might have a heart attack and die when he heard the news, right? So they thought maybe the pastor would have a way to smooth it over and say it in a way that wouldn't blow him, you know, uh, affect him so deeply. So he said, well, sir... What would you do if you inherited $10 million? And so the guy said, you know, pastor, the first thing I would do is give half of it to the church. At that point, the pastor dropped dead and died. <laughs> but I assure you, if anybody wants to give $5 million to this church, I would not drop dead and die. I would do the Holy Ghost dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So last week, last week we finished up a series on Make a Difference, and we were really talking about the power of will, which Unity talks about in August. And this month we're going to talk about divine order, because in Unity, every month represents one of the 12 powers of man, and in September, the power that we discuss is usually order. And so today, the title of my talk is Mind Over Matter. I heard this saying by Earl Nightingale, and it blew me away. He said, we are all self-made, but only those who like where they are will admit it. We are all self-made, but only those who like where we are will admit it. So in those times when we are in a space where we don't really like what's going on in our life, he's saying that we don't have an easy time admitting that. Right? So as I was thinking about that, and I was talking to my daughter on the phone last week. Well, was it Saturday? It might have been Friday. No, no, it was last week. It was Tuesday. And she was asking me what, she said, Mommy, I like your series. What are you going to talk about this month? And I was like, I don't know. And she said, well, what are you going to talk about Sunday? And I said, I don't know. It's maybe something about mind over matter. And I was like, woo, I like that title. But you know, God will give you something, and then you got to work with it to pull it out, you know? So I was thinking about mind over matter, and then that thought, that saying, we are all self-made, came to me as well. So when we think about order, 
Order is the sequence, it is the sequence, the balance, and the adjusting in your life. So when your life is balanced and in order, all is well, everything works well, you're in the space where you've created a life that you like and you can take responsibility for it. But what about those times when your life is out of order? What's going on? Well, usually people say mind over matter when you've overcome some adversity and you've stood in your, your truth and your mind and you've overcome it. Like, say, for instance, somebody who is really nervous to be a rock climber, but they go out and do it anyway and they persevere and they make it. Or somebody who is in a difficult time and they hold on to that and they make it through the difficult time and they end up on the other side. Okay, that's mind over matter, right? But God brought something deeper to me. Because order, there's something deeper in order. Divine order is what we're moving to because we're moving out of our, spiritual, our physical expression into a deeper spiritual expression. So we're moving from just being order in our life to being an expression of divine order. And divine order is the sequence in which everything in your life is created. It starts with the divine mind. It starts with divine idea. I mean, it goes into divine idea, and then you have divine expression. That is how we were created. We were created in the mind of God. God came up with an idea of how God wanted to make man. And then God created man. And it says, so God created humankind in his image, in the likeness of God. He created them. Male and female created he them. So what this means is in every woman, there's a masculine energy that needs to be balanced. And in every man, there's a feminine energy that needs to be balanced. And when you bring the two together in your balance, your life is in order. But we're created the same way God is created. We are mind, idea, expression in the lowercase. Why is that? That is because when God created us in God's image and likeness, God breathed the spark of divinity within each and every one of us. And that's one of our unity principles, right? There's a unity principle, the second unity principle that says that, what does it say? Let's see. It says we are one, we are one with God, therefore we are inherently good. Now, Jesus walked this perfectly. Jesus' life was in perfect divine order because he knew, come on, go back that the Father and I are one. That's what he said, and that is my credo. That is the the thing that I live for. I live to be in alignment. Now, so, okay, so now when we've overcome adversity, we've overcome our challenges, we've overcome our problems in our life, we've even overcome some type of illness, we've overcome some type of circumstance, we've overcome some type of severe circumstances in our life, what is really going on? Is our mind in battle with our body? Is our mind in battle with our circumstances? Is there something going on? Is there a fight going on inside of us? Is that what it means when I was thinking about it? No. When Jesus walked through life, even when he was walking through his trial and he was walking through and he was arrested, he was abused, he was beat, he was on the cross, he was still in divine order. How was he in divine order? Because he always knew, never did it leave him, that he was one 
with the Father, that his mind was one with the divine mind. So what does it mean when you have mind over matter? What it means is that you choose, use your freedom of will, you choose to put the divine mind of God ahead of and in front of and over what's going on in your life, the circumstances of your life. That no matter what's going on, you always remember that the Father and I are one. And then not only are the Father and I are one, but... Oh, I'm going backwards. Let's go forward, Kelly. Here we go. I said that one. Okay. Can we read this together? I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Now, this authority makes you self-creative, gives you that ability to create. In that ability to create, wherever your life is right now, you have co-created that with God. Every thought held in mind has co-created with God where your life is right now. Another thing that I was listening to in that video that was talking about how we are self-made, is that when we take responsibility for where we are right now, even when it's something we don't like, when we take responsibility for where we are right now, that we have co-created this with God, we can move out of looking at the circumstances because the truth is we've created it by being focused on that which is going on in our life rather than that which is going on inside of us, divine mind. Instead of focusing on who we are and that greater is he who is within me, the spirit and the divine mind of you that is within you, that spark of divinity that we just talked about in a second unity principle, that is what we are meant to be focused on. When you focus on that, when you focus on that, instead of your circumstances, you co-create unlimited balance and all is well. But the moment you move into staying more focused on your circumstances, on your body, on what's going on in your life, your finances, your relationships, whatever it is that you don't like about your life and you obsess about it, worry about it, stress about it, all of those things, you create a vibration that keeps it going. And now you got to overcome it. But we really don't have to overcome it just have to repent and change your mind. That's what Jesus meant when he said, repent. Change your mind. Rethink the situation. Take the focus off of the circumstances and put the focus on you. You are the kingdom of heavens. The kingdom of heavens are the divine mind. That, 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 let me go back to this because I want you guys to get it. Mind ideal expression which is the Christ consciousness, is you. The moment you align with that and stay rooted in that and affirm it in your life, that's what Jesus did. Jesus said it in his life. He didn't just know it to be so. He affirmed it to be so in his life. And not only did he affirm it to be so in his life, every word that he said was God's words. He shifted his thinking from coming from his thoughts in the small mind, the small expression, because when we focus on anything physical, we block being tapped in, tuned on, turned on. We block the expression of this whole outer realm that we are connected to, but is inside. If you want to change your life, change your mind. 
If you don't like what's going on in your life, change how you're thinking about your life. When you change how you're thinking about your life, your circumstances within you change because you change how you're feeling, how you're being, how you're expressing, and how you're sensing in your life. And when you change that, your life changes. Does that make sense? So to change your life, you have to change your what? Your mind. If you don't like what's going on in your world, take responsibility for it. I am self-made, together, I am self-made. I take responsibility for my life, together, I take responsibility for my life. Now, when you're always in the moment of God, the amazing things happen, seemingly happen. You know what miracles are? Miracles are actually working out spiritual law. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's working in vibration of who you are in the first place, and you are spiritual law. Everything you say in your mind starts a creation. Mind is the first cause of everything. We were created in God's mind. The world was created in God's mind. When God said, let there be, God's mind was focused on it. And then the world was. I, I, I was listening to this story from Charles Fillmore, who's the co-creator of Unity. He wrote this book called Adam's, Adam Smashing Power of Mind. And there's a little story about these little kids, these two little boys, Billy and Johnny, and they're out playing and they're climbing in this tree, and they climb way out on this branch. And both of them out there hanging and having fun, and all of a sudden the branch breaks, and they all both fall. And Johnny, Johnny says, ow, he's really hurt. And Billy get, gets up and dusts himself off, and Johnny goes, ain't you hurt? What happened to you? He was like, I prayed. He said, you ain't have time to pray. Billy said, I, 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 it caught up with me. I pray all the time. And so when I was falling, I knew it was going to be okay. And it was okay. Johnny was scared when he fell. He was scared he'd hurt himself, and he hurt himself. Self-fulfilling prophecy is the creation of divine law. It's the manifest manifestation of divine law from where you are thinking in your mind. But when your mind is aligned with God's mind, anything you want, you can have. That's just the truth. That's just the really, really. And whatever you're going through, you can shift it by shifting your mind. I know I've told you guys over and over again about when I got on that airplane, when I would get on the airplane and I had my little panic attacks. In that moment, I was creating for me hell. Because I was sitting there worrying and, and stressing about hurt, falling, stressing about something happening on the airplane. I wasn't anywhere in there thinking about God. But God was creating the vibration inside of me with me because I was thinking about that. The moment I shifted and started saying, God Almighty, God Almighty, that's my saying, God Almighty, God Almighty. And the moment I shifted that, I did mind over matter. I put my mind aligned with God over the matter and the circumstances that was going on. What's the matter? The matter is my mind wasn't on God. My matter, the matter was my mind was on what I thought was going to happen on that airplane. That was what was the matter. You put your mind over the matter by focusing in divine mind. And when I did that, I stayed, I was in a space, space of peace. And then to the point where you do it over and over again like the little boy Jimmy. Now, this is perfect, I mean, Billy, this is perfect because when you're a child 
and your mind is so connected to the world, you really believe the truth of what you're imagining. You really believe it. You are tapped into that. You don't even realize it. But what if we teach our children that? What if we teach our children you are connected to what you're imagining? How awesome would this world be? What if we teach our children how powerful it is to stay in a space of love, that when you're in a space of love, you are connected to the universe and you are connected to everything. And anything you pray from the space of the eyes of love, you can have. And what if we keep on cultivating them in that to the point where they become an adult and 21 years old getting a job out of college making $85,000 a year? I know what I speak. My son, that's my testimony. When I got to that space, my son was two, my daughter was six. It's a little bit difficult, more difficult with her because she was already rooted in resistance. But my son was open. And now my daughter has shifted because I stayed who I am in it. Don't you know when you stay connected to mind that you show others how to put mind over matter by focusing on divine mind and they change as well. That's how you change the world. You be that expression inside of yourself. Don't let anything shift you, and you change the world. Because your vibration, if I be lifted up, Jesus said, I will draw all men unto me. So what if you're out of, so what's going on when you're out of alignment and you go ahead and you shift? Let's go a little bit further. We said the authority part. We co-create through thoughts held in mind. We move into the fourth unity principle. And I am going to drive this home for the rest of the time that I am here with you guys because this is very important. You know you're out of alignment if you're having some type of adversity and you're stressing about it because the truth is, just because we're in a relationship with God does not mean we're not going to have any type of stress or adversity. (coughs) We will have it. But who you are in it is a manifestation of mind over matter. Who you are in it shows you where you're out of alignment. Who you are in it when someone says something to you and you get irritated, you're out of order. Nowhere inside of you is there balance and order. And you feel it because you're irritated, upset, stressed out, angry, and resistant, and then going into a space of unforgiveness. We've got the nerve to be in unforgiveness and think it's gonna affect the other person because I'm mad at you and I am not gonna forgive you. You go on with your life, and I'm still sitting here. Wait a minute. I'm supposed to be upset, and it's supposed to affect you. They go on with their life. It is affecting you, and you're the one out of balance, and you're the one that has to move back into balance by shifting your circumstances, by shifting how you see, by becoming more aligned with divine mind, by prayer and meditation. There's this, uh, I wish I knew his name. I don't remember the name of this um, Indian guy. He has gone 70 years without eating or drinking water. He's a breath in. Uh, he, he lives off breath. And there have been people, there have been scientists who actually tested him. Went three weeks and tested him, had 24 hours of surveillance on this guy, thinking maybe he got something in his little sari or whatever he wore, you know, a No. Prayer and meditation. He's connected through prayer and meditation. They did all kinds of tests on him. He is healthy, whole, and complete, but he's connected in his mind. And then there are these monks who, when they can, that through prayer and meditation, they, they put their body in a space where they rise their, raise their heat in their body to where there have been tests where they put, where people, scientists have put a wet blanket over them 
put them out in cold and put a wet blanket over them. And then the blanket started to steam from their heat. And within an hour or so, the blanket was dry. Mind over matter, when you're focused in God, when you're focused in divine mind over your circumstances, they didn't, now this was the kind of circumstance that if anybody else had been caught up in the cold in a blanket covering over them, they would have had frostbite or something, but not these monks because they're focused in divine mind in the Christ of who they are. Wouldn't you like to have that kind of life? That nothing you go through moves you? You have to have a life of prayer meditation. And the moment you see and feel inside yourself something out of alignment, you know it because there's an uncomfortable thought, an uncomfortable feeling, something just don't feel right. You deny the power of the thought connected to it, and you affirm the truth of God. The first thing that you do is realign with God. Divine order starts in the mind. It starts in the mind. Any illness you go through has started in the mind. One more story. There's this guy. His name is Joe Dispenza. Thank you. Good. I got confirmation. I said it right. He was in a triathlon. He's riding his bike, the last part of it, riding his bike. And he goes to take a left turn, and an SUV hits him from behind at 55 miles per hour, knocks him out of whack, messes up his back big time. They want to do this surgery where they put two rods in and connect it to his vertebrae. He said, now, if it was somebody else, he would have said, go ahead and do that. But he knew that he had, he said, the same power in him was a healing power that can, he, a power that can heal. And he all stood on that. That reminds me of Myrtle Fillmore that says, I am a child of God, therefore I do not inherit illness. So what he did, he, he told him, no, I'm going to leave. So he left. Now, he's in pain. But what he did was he aligned his consciousness with God and he started going through his mind, imagining how his spine would look healthy, whole and complete. He said it took him about six weeks before he got to the point where he could stay in that consciousness. Sometimes it took him three hours to even be in a space where he could stay in meditative state, where he can see every vertebrae. He went through every single vertebrae in his spine and saw it aligned, and he stopped, he'd have to start all over again. Went through every single vertebrae. Took him six weeks, and he got to the point where he could sit in that meditation. And after 12 weeks, he was up, 12 weeks, he was up and walking again. And he knew that after that, his purpose was to show others they could do the same thing. That's why he researches, he researches what the mind has over your emotions and your circumstances and your body. Isn't that powerful? And it could be story, there's stories after stories after stories of realigning your mind over your matter. What's the matter? My mind is out of alignment. That's what's the matter. Not what's going on in your life. Every illness, every circumstances was self-created. Everything starts in the mind. Everything. Everything you like in your life started in your mind. Everything you don't like in your life started in your mind. You want to change your life? Change your mind. That's what mind over matter means. Change your mind. I want us to do these affirmations and then we'll close it out. Let's do this first one together. I am self-made. Let's let's say it deeply. I am self-made. Say it again. I am self-made. Now do the second one. To change my situation, 
I must change my mind. Let's go to the next one. I align my mind with God, divine mind. Now think about that. Close your eyes and feel that. Feel that you are aligned with God mind. When you are aligned, you're in balance and you're in order and all is well. If all is not well in your life right now, you're out of order, you're out of alignment, and you have to realign by using the fourth unity principle. And let's say this affirmation again. Together, I align my mind with God divine mind. So God and divine mind are the same. That's why I have it that way. Now let's say the second one, the next one. God and I are one. Say it again. God and I are one. One more time. God and I are one. And then let's do the last one. My mind is one with divine mind. Now, when you walk in that consciousness, Jesus knew his mind was one. Jesus knew he was one with God. Nothing shook him away from that. Even when he was in a moment in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was saying, not my will, but God, your will be done. And he was saying, "If if it be your will, take this cup. In that moment... He was tempted to be out of alignment, but he did not choose it. He chose divine mind over his mind, over his circumstances, because he was getting an inclination and he knew definitely what his body would be going through. He chose divine mind over his body and over the circumstances. What was the matter in that space? His mind was focused on the circumstances instead of God. To change your life, you must what? Change your mind. That's what mind over matter means. If you don't like your life right now, focus on God. That's the first, the first cause, the first thing that will change your life. Because you created it. You co-created with God. You can co-create a change. Amen? 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 Amen. 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 Thank you. Tomorrow